Good evening and welcome to another episode of Josh and Pat. I'm Joshua Klein, joined by Dave Klein, filling in for Patrick Cassett, who is on spring break. And we have breaking news. Chicago will be trading the number one pick in the draft for pick number 961, a first in 2024, a second in 2025, and DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers. Did... uh? Did Carolina get fleeced here? And is it worth an unproven quarterback, which we assume Carolina is going to take? Uh, I don't know if they got fleeced, but uh, I think Carolina is a franchise that's desperate. And if you look at their moves the last couple of years, um, even this year, like it's like they, they've abandoned who they thought they were going to be really quickly. And are starting from scratch again. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't I mean, they're giving up a lot for somebody that could be, you know, not Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really know who they're going to pick. People are going to forget, though, just a year ago, they had two quarterbacks. Uh, one was named Sam Darnold and the other was Baker Mayfield. And that was their quarterback competition. So maybe that experience kind of just made them question things and go, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe we're going to give up everything for us to never have to have that situation ever again. So they had two top 10 quarterbacks out of the 2018 draft uh, great point. that they just said, uh, you know, we're just going to go in a, a complete different direction and start and draft a, a new, you know, number one pick from the 2023 because draft to see where it goes, who has no experience. And because clearly, yeah, based on the Carolinas' experience, they know that you know a top ten draft pick gets you a guy. And, yeah, and they said, know. and they said, hey, we saw what Baker Mayfield did when he went to the Rams. We we can't let that go again. We need <laughs> to try to recreate that. They thought, man, we we got to be on the other end of that. We, we keep keep letting these guys go, and they do great things. McCaffrey made the playoffs. Yeah. Like who would have thought? Like you know, the one of the best running backs in the league would actually be good. And of course, Carolina is excited because, you know, once they get this brand new quarterback, they're going to be, you know, obviously it doesn't really matter who he's going to be throwing it to because they gave away their number one wide receiver and arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yeah, didn't they give Moore. up a guy so, last year, too? Like, they got a, like who did, who did they just like uh, they, get, they did get rid of Robbie Anderson, uh, <laughs> who went to the Cardinals. Uh, Robbie uh, Anderson is actually no longer a Cardinal uh, as of this week, so he he will be. Cardinals are dropping like flies. There's free like, agency. Me, everybody, get me out of here. That's yeah. It. Well, yeah. you know, look, listen. Bad franchises do bad franchise things, and that's why they're bad. And so, like, uh, you know, Caroline's going to draft somebody, and they're going to get a lot of excitement for about a half a season, and then people are going to go, "Ah, eh, this guy's not that good." I mean, like they they they're trying to figure out how to get back to yeah. the you know the first three seasons of you know Cam Newton again. How do we get that back? Well, I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna figure that out. I don't know if any of the guys in the draft it's gonna be that, but who knows? But speaking of people, wide receivers leaving Arizona, one wide receiver is actually going to Arizona to work out, and that is Odell Beckham Jr. He's holding workouts in Arizona, which kind of confuses me because I don't think Arizona is actually on the list of teams that are interested in Odell Beckham Jr. But two teams who are the Ravens confirmed were there and the Jets. And now, if you're Odell Beckham Jr. and you got these two teams looking at you and you're going, okay, so the Jets, I could be playing there and my quarterback could be Aaron Rodgers. Or 
Zach Wilson. And then you go on the Ravens, you're like, my quarterback could be Lamar Jackson or it could be Tyler Huntley. So it's, you know, or to be determined or to be determined quarterback who we That's don't know. Could be the best one. So it's, it know. is an interesting situation. Like if you're Odell Beckham Jr., like how do you make a decision? You're choosing between something that you don't even know exists. What is Odell? Like his legacy is, I hey, I had a couple really great catches and so, I have a lot of potential. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like I go, you know, if that dude was on a franchise that had somebody that could consistently throw to him, like the end of last year, he was getting the ball uh, from Stafford consistently, and you could see, like, hey, this guy's pretty good. And in the first half of the Super Bowl, I mean, obviously. I mean, he, he was the MVP. A, until he, he, got a, he was having a good game. He Listen, go to where the quarterbacks are. Find a great quarterback. Most franchises would love to sign a marquee wide receiver yeah. because most franchises don't have a true number one. They have somebody they think is a number one, and then it usually drops off. And there's guys out there that can throw the ball to you and you can make a quarterback. I, I'm surprised that I'm, I'm sure it's happening. Like guys are out there recruiting Odell and like, hey, listen, come here. But like if Aaron well, Rodgers lands are on the Jets, recruiting. if Aaron Rodgers lands on the Jets and Odell Beckham lands on the Jets, that's going to be a tough team. I mean, I know like you, you look at that division with Buffalo, but like Buffalo's plateaued. In my opinion, I mean, I think we've seen the best that Buffalo is going to be. I don't think Buffalo gets any better than what they were last year without right? any how personnel you, changes. I yeah, mean, how do I you? Think, well, how do you get better? Because if, then you get yeah. to the point where you're start, have to start paying these people. I mean, sure, maybe you you fix the run game or you do something there, but I don't think Buffalo's as good as they're going to be. But you're right; there is people recruiting. Uh, Sauce Gardner on Facetime with OBJ, trying to pull him in. Sauce Gardner also confirmed burned the cheese head that Ooh. he stole when they beat the Packers, burned it with several other players yeah. on the Jets as a sacrifice to try to get Aaron Rodgers to the team. I'm not sure if it's going to pay out, but if if they do, like if, if the Jets land Aaron Rodgers and OBJ, I mean, Sauce Gardner immediately probably needs to get a raise. Yeah, yeah. He could be... Um, he may just, he should probably actually be an agent and, uh, he should a, probably represent Lamar. He should. Yeah. He could probably do that. He could just say, Hey, listen, you know, let, let me just handle this for you. And, uh, in between snaps and I'll make the calls and, and I'll get things done. Probably could do, probably could do a better job than most agents out there. Than, um, uh, I mean, if he lands those two, <laughs> if he lands these two guys, I mean, that'd be pretty, uh, pretty solid. I do have, uh, I can relate cause I have stolen a couple cheese heads in my t day. Yeah. Um, I never burned them. Probably should have. Um, but I don't think. Um, but I do. Uh, that's another story for another day. When you get a little bit older, I'll, I'll share that one with you. Yeah. Well, listen, I um, it, it will be interesting, but he's doing everything he can to get them. I, I don't think the Ravens, though. I, I mentioned the Ravens is one of the teams that can get OBJ. Like the Ravens have pretty much no like free agent leverage as of this moment if you're if you're a free agent you're not going and going yeah i actually i'm really eager to try to make a deal with the ravens yeah right now. It, i mean unless you're like the top long snapper in the league and oh, you're like yeah. hey oh man i am going to be part of that trio i would love to be there. that's a hall of fame trio right i mean you know i even though sam cook out well, of it I, i'd argue but, 
I argue a lot, a lot of long snappers are probably pretty scared to try to go. Probably if they're, they want to test like, their skill, if they want to prove that they're they the know. man, you know, that's, oh, you know, we can up. land those up. guys. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what they're thinking all, all day. All that, yeah. I mean, that, you know, so don't we probably, we probably have that market uh, solidified. If you're, if you're in a, a defensive person, uh, oh, historically, yeah. People wanted to come to Baltimore and play oh, with yeah. great, you know, Hall of Fame players. Uh, I think that may be coming back a little bit because oh, yeah. uh, our defense actually, like, Who as, doesn't want as to play a with nightmare as it was in the beginning of last year. Uh, once Brocon Smith came and solidified that thing, they're legit thing. now. Uh, I don't know. Listen, the, you're not coming to Baltimore right now if you're number one receiver, unless there's some inside baseball stuff that DaCosta's telling you that's not public yet. Why would you go with that uncertainty? Guys want to catch the ball from somebody they can throw the ball to them. And if if Lamar uh, isn't the quarterback, that's a big unknown, right? Nobody, you're not yeah. going to sign. It's like, oh yeah, like I'm, OBJ is like, yes, I definitely want to come. Uh, you know, catch balls from Tyler Huntley. That's I don't think Tyler Huntley. I, I love Tyler Huntley. His legs. I mean, when he's running, sometimes he he's quick. I don't know if he can throw the ball more than thirty yards. I, well, I think he can. I, be, I but I think uh, I have to see it first. He just uh, he, he was in the situation. He came in last year. He he was asked like, "Listen, we're a playoff team. Don't screw it up. Just keep us yeah. going so that we can at least make the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens." He and had moments. He had moments here and there, but you know he's not the number one, and he won't be. I mean, listen. I think could he start in this league? Sure. There's a lot of starters yeah, in yeah. this league that aren't as good as Tyler Huntley, uh, but. It, you know, we're hopefully we're not going to invest in him as the starter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what our plan B is if we don't sign Lamar. Uh, but if it's um, as a PSL holder, if they say, yeah, we're just going to run with Tyler Huntley for a year, I'm going to be like, you got to be kidding me. Really? I mean, like, not that he'll, he'll win games, but they're not going to they're not going to be a threat. Yeah, we have to too much talent, though, to kind of to waste on on that right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have and I know listen, I, we have too much people. So I, I don't, I, think I don't even plan. think that's an option. I know I know those guys are smarter than that. Yeah, but yeah. When, you know, who knows what's going to happen because if they say, hey, if they let Lamar walk and they get draft picks and they, you know, you're either, there's not a lot of marquee free agent quarterbacks out there that you're signing. So you take that off the, you know, the table and you, then you're, you, then you're in the draft. And I, I just don't think this year's draft, I think there's good serviceable quarterbacks that are going to, but they're not game changers. You, you have three, not Lamar three quarterbacks who you can draft. That might be good. And then there's like three quarterbacks who like maybe like could who's be. Who's the third? You think Richardson's the third? Yeah. So I'd say right now the, your, your best bet at, at quarterback is you can go CJ Stroud. Yeah. You can go Bryce Young. Yeah. You can go Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, CJ Stroud and um, Bryce Young played at the top schools in the country, right? Yeah. And if you watch that, you watch that Georgia game, I think Stroud, they had him, right? I mean, it took a missed field goal. And a made field goal for yeah. Georgia to beat them, and Ohio, you know, that was a. I mean, that sen- game. that essentially was the national championship game. I mean, that was a, that was that, a great game. That was, I mean, like Mid- midnight. The the you know field goal goes that through was the, the national championship. I mean, like game. that's that's scripted right there. <laughs> Somebody. But then again, like, but also on the other side like of that, you have time in the uh, the flyover. On the other side of that, you have Stetson Bennett though, who two time national champion, and he's not even like he's like eighth. He's on, gonna be. He's behind. I think he's behind. Up. Like. Max Duggan from for as far as like QB grade from the combine. Yeah. So he should be. I mean, so it's like you just go, man, 
He was a Heisman finalist. And I think that that's just it's wild to and me. And listen, I hear if he got the opportunity to be a number one on a decent team that had a great running game, good offensive line, and weapons, can he get the ball to them? Probably. Yeah. You know, he's maybe. Gonna, so, so you're telling me that that he could be thrive on a team with a great run game, a great defense, and maybe a, a great tight uh, end. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe <laughs> if he had experience with an offensive coordinator who who knew how to run a system with. A great run game and a great defense and a great tight end. If that plays out, it's going to be insane. If they bring him in, and I mean, they could, I mean, I mean, listen, I, mean I just did the math I, there. Think, simple math tells me that something that is a lot. Something's that, connecting. That's 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 simple math. That is very simple. I don't know. One I mean, plus one equals two. If uh, if the Ravens brought him in, as they'd have to bring him in, he he's gonna. By the way, he would fall to a pick. Like he he will be on the board when the Ravens draft. Yeah, but he's going to be on the. When every from when do you think he's gonna go? Yeah, he's, what do you think? yeah he's like right. He's gonna be. We he might be on the board like three times. <laughs> he does. He's not a first rounder, right? He's I don't think second. So. No, rounder. no, 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 no. Like he's not third rounder, rounder. Maybe he's probably second, third rounder. I feel like. But me, I don't know. But the Ravens. I mean, that's the guy the Ravens could get. Now, granted, I mean he's ba- he's basically Lamar's age, so you're not moving in a younger direction. No, no, <laughs> you're basically just moving in a less expensive one. Tell you what, though, man, that's a tough sell. It's a tough sell to the fan base. It's a tough sell. Hey, we're going to bring in a guy who led a team to two national championships, but he's like 26. He's got the pedigree. So he's pretty much like, you know, he's older than Joe Burrow. So, you know, we, we, but name a more successful college quarterback than Stenson Bennett. You can't, you can't. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. And he had a historic defense. I mean, pretty much every single player from his first national championship. What was on the defense side was drafted. Oh, yeah. You look at la- this year, last year's draft is ridiculous. This is all Georgia. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see um, how how that plays out, especially with Lamar and the Ravens. I don't know what we're, I mean, I, I feel like that conversation has been just it, it, played out for this whole week. Everyone knows every scenario. Now it's just waiting on who's going to make a move or who's going to do something. Personally, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the Ravens do. Uh, the Dolphins. Pick up Tua's fifth-year option. He's getting $23 million this year, so it seems like the Dolphins are definitely rolling with Tua publicly. Um, I don't know if there's a conversation between you know, the Dolphins if they're like, hey, like we should draft a guy, we should maybe trade a guy. I don't know. It seems like, I think Mike, they, what, it seems like Mike McDaniels is going, we're yeah. going to go with Tua and hope that he can consciously think and like he knows, still knows how to count. Well, he, he's going into his fourth year, right? So they picked up his fifth-year option, so... So, so, so now that he's signed, and they picked it up. I mean, if you trade him, you're getting, you're, you're saying that I got this guy for two years at least. Um, I, I think they're gonna make a run for Lamar. To be honest with you, no way, really. Would they trade? Feels like it feels like, you know, I think they like Tua. I don't think you know, but I, I think they would. You know, like he had. I mean, after his concussion, he was di- he was different. Yeah, slightly. That's different. true. He was uh, not the same. And they got weapons, and I don't know. I just think there's a lot of barking out there. But the, you know, the, the whole Lamar situation has just. I think. I think there's a shock out there that the, you know you got a guy of his caliber that is just sitting there, and there's zero interest publicly. 
that doesn't mean there's interest. There's interest. People are going to go. All right. What 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 do we got? What is it going to take to get this guy? Yeah. You know, and you know, I think, it, you know, I'm sure Baltimore's got a price. Baltimore's got a price for, uh, you know, people know what it's going to take financially to get them, or at least they know in the ballpark. I think, but you know, it's going to if they're going to want a deal. Baltimore says, "Hey, we, you know, we'll match the we'll match the offer, and you're going to have to come to the table with more than two first round picks." I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, Vikings release Adam Thielen, clearing up cap space. That's another wide receiver who's now on the market. There's wide receivers out there for teams who need wide receivers. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're out there. It's gonna be interesting to see where. Thielen he, feel all, I mean, like, I maybe it's because of um, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson. Kind of. I, I think Justin Jefferson, how great he is, definitely made Thielen seem not as good. But Thielen, I think, is like he's a number two wide receiver. I still, I I just don't think for to the Vikings they're like what Thielen is owed. It didn't make sense for him them to pay Thielen when it's like, well, listen, we got we got right. Justin Jefferson. We could throw in any single person in that second spot, yeah. and they're going to be open every single play. And, but Thielen, like you bringing that guy in if you're if you're a weapon short, if you're bringing him in to sell him as to your no, you wouldn't sell him one. as you wouldn't sell him as like a guy to bring your team. He's like if you have Thielen on your team, you probably have a couple good guys on your team, and you're probably like yeah, he's probably like. He puts you over. I think he puts some teams over. Yeah, pair um, him up with the Cooper Cup. Oh my gosh, that! Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Just like the uh, Caucasian invasion over there. You, they got it. You got to have the numbers very close, and they just, you know, Cooper Cup just finds a way to get open. By the way, Matt Stafford. I saw he Matt Stafford is making as much as Daniel Jones. He's on the same same deal. Yeah, but he's on. The, I mean. I, I, I boggles me that Daniel Jones got the money he got, but that's it's a market, I guess. But you know, you look at that structure, and people are going to say, "Oh, look at that. Daniel Jones got that much money." He's a starting quarterback for the New York Giants, and it's only two years of guarantee money, yeah, and they're going to roll with it two years because they think they might have something. The coach, you know, is it this year they turned the, and it's also he made he took the team to the playoffs for the first time, yeah. and like sometimes there's like uh, just like you're owed. That you know, yeah. I mean, I it, but it's like the Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco contract. Joe Flacco gets a massive deal after that year. It's like he won a Super Bowl, he's owed, yeah, you know. But he played a lot of he was owed, he signed that 120, 120 million dollar deal. And which, by the way, isn't that crazy? Like, you say 120 million, that seems so small now. I mean, that was it was 10 years ago, but at the time, that was like that was huge 10 years ago, uh, but. He played, I think, five years of that contract, so he got a, most of it. Um, yeah. I believe I have to go back and look at that, but I think that because we we got rid of him after the 2018 season, so he won Joe the Super he's, Bowl. he's doing all right. He's not starving. He's, he's doing all right, and you know he led the um, he uh, yeah he he who did he keep out of the playoffs? He kept Steelers out of playoffs. Did he? Yeah, he, he's got his moments. Yeah, he, he kept the Steelers out of the That's playoffs. That's right. He was strategic loss. So he's he's still he knew making, he knew he's still, he had to step he's still up making playoffs. He's like, he's all right, big big moments. Saying, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back to 2000, you know, 10, 2011, Joe, and yeah. Moving on to NASCAR, this is a big NASCAR show, as we all know. Um, Chase Elliott out officially for six weeks due to his snowboarding incident, um, and now 
after that news, Kyle Busch becomes the favorite to win the championship at six to one odds. Mm, yeah, well. and and some were saying that not only has Kyle Busch become the favorite for the championship, some are saying he's become the favorite driver. They cheered him. They cheered him here last in Fontana. They cheered him last week, which is bananas because and you know I I don't know what it is, but like maybe they just it's like Joe Gibbs is like a nice guy you know you got to feel bad for him like he's lost both his sons That's tough um it is tough but i it feels like when kyle left there it's like for some reason he's you know he he maybe because they like richard childers i don't know um uh, maybe they don't like toyota but i've been to plenty of races where kyle is booed mercilessly i've been booing him i and, was part of it yeah i and, and i don't i you know, I don't hate him that much anymore for some reason. Denny Hamlin's kind of filled in his slot, which is another Joe Gibbs driver. But listen, the, the the car right now is equal enough because they're all buying the same chassis. Yep. The only thing different is whatever, you know, engine they're putting in and tweaks that they can do that. And it's really limited on what the things they yeah. can do now to really, you know, give them a, a major competitive edge. I'm not saying that, you know, there's not stuff. There is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. His car is good enough that he can get in there and he is going to compete week in and week out. He is going to be a tough out. And if you get a Cobbush at a mile and a half track is probably right now, you know, he's going to be the favorite at every mile and a half, even, you know, a mile track, uh, because he he's by far, you know, the most talented driver still. Um, Chase was yeah. right there. Now Chase is hurt. What? I just don't understand. Like, dude. You are the most popular driver. You showed up. I mean, he got hurt on Saturday, right? So he had to be at the track on Friday. Yeah. When they unload the car and they get the test laps in and they qualify. I, I'm assuming they qualify. I don't have to go back. But like you got hurt no. on a Saturday. Just a quick trip, you know. In quick Colorado. The, the race was in Vegas. Like, I'm sure Henrik is blowing his mind, going, What what were you thinking? Dude? Well, like you have to be at the track. You're the face of the sport. You're the face of the sport. The sport only is at one track every week. You have to be there. Well, uh, yeah. And I, I, listen, internet consensus is Chase fans are like some, you know, so sometimes when a player does something or a driver or whoever it is, like a star athlete or just celebrity does something bad, generally the fans will like, kind of be there to defend him and like soften the blood be like oh well you know it's like there's nothing yeah. in the rules to say you can't go snowboarding no but like seems to me like fans are actually pretty upset about yeah this. people get hurt snowboarding if you're not good at snowboarding you're going to get hurt i don't know if he's an expert snowboarder he grew up in georgia not really you know I, known for you know the just the snowboarding yeah. you know just the slopes yeah they're... yeah i mean i think uh there's a hill i've seen in georgia i've been in atlanta there's a hill out in the you know you see it out there some yeah. famous hill but like Dude, I, I don't know. You have, you, you, hey, season ends early November. You got November, got December, got January. That prime snowboarding month. Great snowboarding. The arguably hey, better the, snowboarding Because if you get hurt, you're like, oh, man, I got hurt before the season, whatever. You're in the season, dude. Just, you can do anything you want. You can go. You could have flown to the Bahamas and hung out at a pool if you needed a, you know, a getaway. See, see if, I, if I was Chase, here's what I would have done. Yeah. I get hurt snowboarding. I don't say anything. I suck it up. 
I get into the car on Sunday. Yeah. Like maybe like lap five, like do like, like fake, like the car got loose, ro- like run it into the wall and then like, oh, get out. Like say we need the ambulance, call it, boom, play it off. Yeah. It was, it, it was a freak well, accident in the car. And then boom, guess what? You had your fun snowboarding. Nobody cares. It's a non-issue. And actually now you're a hero because you got hurt on the track. Yeah. On paper, that sounds like a, a, a decent idea, except he required a three-hour surgery. So I don't know what your leg looks like before oh. a three-hour mandatory surgery to put it back together, but I don't probably think not, he's probably not great. showing up to the track, sucking it up. I, I think they would see something like, hey, why is, why is your uh, leg going in a 90-degree angle from you know your your femur out like oh no just just yeah just the way the uh the fire suit looks on me today new trend like and (laughs) i mean remember kyle bush got hurt uh in the car at daytona um and uh he broke his leg so it's possible i mean you do break you You break your leg leg in the car so you you know legs are important when driving i found and then he could and he could have really like uh he won the championship that year by the way so this is a sign so maybe maybe Chase is like, maybe. hey, listen, I, I I need some luck. Let me go out, break my he leg. His, they, he took break a leg, literally goes out, breaks his leg. Yeah. And then and then here's the thing, because now he's got six weeks to to hop in the sim. Yeah. And and you know maybe work some things out. And 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 what happens if who's Josh? What's his face? Josh Barry. Josh Barry. If Josh Barry wins a race. Yes. Is he in the chase or the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know how that, I got to have to go back and look that up. I don't think, no, because you have to, he's a full-time, he's full-time for junior motorsports. And so because he's an Xfinity full-time driver in that chase, you can't be in two uh, playoffs. So okay, well, what happens about this? What happens then? If, you get, so, so Josh, Josh, Josh Berry wins this week. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm actually, I'm not going to race for junior motorsports the rest of the year. And then now he's no longer full-time driver. And then he just races full-time and in, in the nine car for the rest of the year, and then boom, now he's is he a cha- is he in a chase? Know. I'd have to go look in the because the there has to be some sort of incentive for it. I mean, yeah, he's other than a chance I mean, he's getting, yeah, to great, ride it's a great chance. I get that. Car. I do That's get. I get that. Chance. I get that. But all like, I'm saying is, I mean, before he, this accident, most people had no idea who Josh Berry was, even though he drives for for Junior Motorsports. Yeah. I mean, right? he was next in line. He was gonna Junior Motorsports. Is it's a good opportunity. I mean, it's minor junior, league. Well, Junior Motorsports is pretty much a feeder system if you, it, yeah if you're in junior motorsports you're like hey listen um my turn my turn's coming but why they should get, they they could have brought so many guys back into that car that would have been so cool like i would have went and like put jimmy in there for oh a i would race. ask yeah you do it first put, you put go Matt hey jimmy in there for a race you know like put oh, casey came back goodness. in there for a race i bet you tony you're back in i bet you i bet you could get tony stewart down there yeah he, he might he might probably won't fit but in the why car would, why would why he probably owns to, four cars. If there was an little, opportunity yeah. for him to go back in the track, have to make it Tony Stewart could just go and. I don't. You know. I don't think they can. I think the chassis are getting a little too small for. He's a big boy now, Tony but Stewart he's like to, he's a short big boy. He's a, yeah. That's what we call a chubby. I wonder. Do you think he still is? He still racing the dirt tracks? I bet you he hops in every once in a while. He runs. He runs the SRX. Yeah. So he's still. I mean, he runs that car, but that's his. He owns. He's owner of the SRX series, I think, right? One of them. So he probably designed the car yeah. so that he could fit in it. Which just made it like a special one. It's got like yeah. a fifth wheel. Yeah. It's got like underneath it. It's got like <laughs> yeah. Now Tony Stewart, you know, so he yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's getting payday from Fox though. So I 
you know, I don't think it's a real big deal. I'll tell him. you what, Tony Stewart though. He sounds like he's, he should be he's it, commenting golf. When he, but he, yeah, he, but he, he so here's why I like Tony Stewart because you know this is where he is like he comes across on the when he's doing the play by play. It's like mild banner. He's talking about you know the race, but dude, that guy was ferocious on the track and off the track i mean like nobody wanted and, to mess and, with that dude and he was also he was widely loved but he was also he was but yeah, i think he was widely hated. hated that's the thing that's missing right now it's because a little bit of parody i think guys are just wimpy like even last year when ross chastain and denny hamlin were going at it and yeah you know like i felt like ross had an opportunity to go to denny dude F you. I'm not, you know, like I, I'm do, I'm racing the way I'm racing, but he was just like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Like be who yeah. you are. Like if you're, if you're going to be aggressive on the track, yep. if people call you out, just be like, whatever, dude. I'm like, you know, that's it. Or I, fire back, fire yeah. back. Like, listen, make it fun. Listen, listen, that's the thing. Every single sport has trash talk, whether like uh, whether people are actually mean it or not, you know, like you don't think that every single wide receiver is lining up and talking to the DB and going, hey, like I'm going to smoke you here, you know, like that exists. Why doesn't it happen in NASCAR? Why know. aren't they going at each other and well, saying it, it used to? And it, even the, even a couple years ago, you saw more of it. And like, and I by, feel like let these guys have their personalities they're, they're, and let them go after each other. Think about how many middle fingers are given every single day on the highway. On, on just regular, you know, throughout the streets. I don't even make it out of the driveway without giving at least two. And and so you think about that, and then you and then you go into NASCAR, which is like okay, so like so the sixty when you're going fifty five down, you know, in the and you're in the slow lane, somebody is thinks you're not going fast enough, and they they pass you going sixty five, then they they're giving you the bird. But guess what? And when you amplify it, now you're doing this for your career. You're going you know, 200 miles an hour and somehow there's less. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I think you should get extra points. So like if you can drive with one hand, <laughs> give the bird it, but it's gotta be like certain situation. They should like, yeah, bonus points. Like if somebody does something to you, you're allowed to give the bird back to them. And if you do, you get like, you know, a little, yeah. like half, half bonus point. If it's appropriate, like there'd be a, a panel that says, yeah, that's, that's, that's you know he was worth you know he, he yeah I agree work. something something's got to change for sure um, but you know we'll get there wait once I get in the car 2025 2026 timeline because uh, you know as I as I'm experting become and perfecting um, the i racing um, simulator we'll get there it's a process it's a process um anyway that's the show thank you guys for listening make sure if you're listening on any podcast platform that you give us five stars if you're watching on youtube subscribe um and then we'll be back monday as usual um and uh and yeah i guess then hopefully there'll be more sports to talk about this this week it, the nfl has been just it's been actually electric and there's like two weeks there where i didn't think there's going to be sports to talk about ever again um and then also March Madness coming up. We're going to be doing a little something special for that, so make sure you watch out for that. Maryland plays here in uh, a couple hours. So, oh, it's coming out. Adam Schefter reported Carolina tried to trade for Matthew Stafford, um, and they didn't, last season they tried getting to Sean Watson. So this was like, that's probably why they motivated them to go all in. They were probably like, I'm tired of not getting quarterbacks. Yeah. we Well, 
The more people that are out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes, the better for Baltimore. So let's just hope we can. That's great. I mean, if nobody wants him, we would. I mean, think about this: if 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 nobody signs him and nobody makes him an offer, I mean, listen, we could we could lowball. We might be able to get him for less than Daniel Jones. Everything you hear about Lamar, everything they they say, oh, Lamar hasn't been on the field at the end of the last two years. He's all, you know, he missed X amount of games. Oh, he can't win the big game. He can't do that. Or on the other side, people are going, well, he's won an MVP and oh, he's, his record's amazing. All that's noise. It's noise from both sides. Yeah. Lamar's a starting quarterback in the NFL who is easily when playing well, top five quarterback in the league. He's a franchise quarterback. Yes. He's a difference maker. Yes. This whole thing about Lamar, is a market reset yes. for the owners, period. They know it. They, they're not colluding, but they're not stupid either. These are business guys that are not going to give up a, all of that guaranteed money, which, by the way, they have to sit in escrow. The billionaires make money. They don't take hundreds of millions of dollars and just sit it on the shelf yeah. doing nothing. Yep. That's not what they're about. They want to make sure that they their money makes money. Their money makes money. So all they're saying is, hey, Deshaun Watson's an outlier. He's an outlier. And we need to make sure that the next quarterback that signs is a marquee quarterback that signs for what the next step up from the last guy is. The last guy that signed uh, a big deal was Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and they both signed for reasonable money. Patrick Mahomes signed at the end of, what, 2020, and his guaranteed money is $145 million. He, he signed after he won a Super Bowl. So you think about that, that, okay, maybe it's been a couple years since then. It hasn't jumped to $230 million guarantee. So you, to make Deshaun Watson's contract a true outlier, which they all want to, yes. they have to have a quarterback. Kyler Murray was not that quarterback. So when he signed his deal, that didn't reset the market. That's just like, well, he's definitely not as good as Lamar. So, um, you know, we don't count that as, you know, that's the new market. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So Lamar re-signing at a reasonable amount. Now, reasonable when I'm saying like, hey, it's not Deshaun Watson money. It's more than Patrick Mahomes money, more than Josh Allen's money. He's the only quarterback that can reset the market and they know yep. it. So that's what this is about. And he's going to re-sign or sign and it's going to be reasonable. And that's, you know, it, and the owners need that to happen. That's why they're not it's jumping. Gonna, and it probably it looks like it's going to happen. So so we'll see. We'll have that to talk about on Monday and more. And then, uh, yeah, you guys have a wonderful day.